welcome back to the Acta Number no podcast. Today I'm very excited because I brought such a special guest for you guys. His name is Janayed and he is the host of the No Degree podcast and the founder of NoDegree.com. He helps people land their dream job without the traditional degree that they thought they needed. And he's making such a big impact in the world and also for everyone listening in Latin America and Latin America too, by teaching people how to get remote jobs in tech and any other industry across the board. And in this episode, I just want to dive deep into how to get remote jobs because everyone listening to this podcast will be listening because of that mostly. Uh, but especially for non-technical professionals, so people who don't have a degree. So yeah, thank you for coming. I'm so excited for this chat. I'm excited too. ask the questions. I always love sharing my experience and I love sharing what people can you know, take something and change your lives. Welcome to the Acta Number the Podcast. I'm Minty and here we'll talk about business, freelance, mindset, education, mental health, life, personal growth, and everything to help you overcome your fears, know yourself, and create the life and career of your dreams. Each episode aims to provide you with motivation, inspiration, and advice to take control, achieve your goals, and elevate your life so you can take action because we believe in deep, not words. Episodes in English and Spanish every week. Uh, I love how the the fact that you like you take it to the next level in com in terms of like trying to help people and giving the the tips but something before we go into the details and how to land a job and you know what not if you don't have a degree or what um the thing that I want to understand before we move on to that is what motivates you because I I do want to understand the person that is sitting in front of me And I want to understand, like, what happened or what should I know about your life experience or your past that made you go that route? Because, like, yeah, I mean, both you and I, we have our own businesses. We, I don't know if you are, if you have, I know you have a company, you have your own business. In my case, I'm a freelancer. I also have other uh, endeavors, but we have, like, the same dream, like, trying to help people land a job. And but I want to know why, in your case, what was the thing that happened to you that that made you try to help people in that case? Honestly, I've always loved helping people, right? Like my friends tell me, "Hey, I need help. My car is busted at two, and usually I'm I'm there for me too, right? I've always helped my friends. They since I've been able to do well. That's one of the reasons I'm not future because I have a strong Right? And I've seen my dad do it and all that. Why I got into the job search space, a job, especially if you don't come from the best background, it's life changing, right? The right job can take you for your family, can uplift just everyone around you that I have been able to help my friends get great jobs they didn't know about, get raises and uplift people around me. And that is what I love. I found NoDegree.com 15 and It was on Reddit. Someone asked, for those of you without a college degree who make us, how'd you get the job? And, and people said, I'm a adjuster, I'm a surveyor, elevator repair. Don't think of. They don't say, hey, I want to be a famous adjuster. Hey, I want to grow up, become XYZ. And how'd you get the job? It was like my uncle, my friend. And I was like, what if you don't have that uncle or cousin? So many, they just don't know about the jobs. They didn't even know what that is. So I was like, why can't I be that uncle? cousin or friend and I love it it's like this is my lottery ticket this is gonna be and as I got I love the impact and the real big thing that drives me. like I want to have a legacy where I impact 
people around me and I make a difference and I empower people to do better for themselves and I inspire people things that change the world. I love it. And I, I, I too can see that myself, I'm the person that every other of my friends, they come like, hey, we take need business advice or how do I land a client? And so I can totally <laughs> relate to that. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm really happy because I also was able to get some of my friends out of the rat race. Um, I, I mean, in particular for me, I mean, I, I love the the freelance model. I don't know about you, but um, yeah. but yeah. So, and, and what, what's something that, that I would like to to touch upon, it's many people listening to this are from Latin America. So for us, you will know, because you know many people from Latin America too, we don't have that uncle. We don't have, because here it's it's hard to make, you know, uh, we don't have any opportunities or we don't have any contacts. So what would be your top tips from people from Latin America and not just Latin America, I mean, everywhere where you don't have yeah. that per- go-to person that can help you or the possibility anywhere in the yeah. world. So what I'm going to tell a lot of people is social media makes it possible that you can network with people all the world. You don't even need to be a content creator. Even if you're commenting, you're liking, you're sharing, you're attending these things, they make a big... So this was more than four years ago. I started live streaming. So about four years ago, I started live streaming. People used to watch my live streams and I had one person who would tune in. We hopped on a call. I asked her what she did. She lived in Belize. And I was like, okay, you know, maybe we can work together. When I had more money, I hired her, you know, just like 10 hours. I think it was like five or 10 hours a week. I gave her more hours and I gave. Then she told me, hey, do you need a podcast? Do you know anybody who needs a podcast editor? My friend just got fired and he lived in Venezuela at the time. And I said, hey, I wanted to launch a podcast. And now he's been working for me for three and a half years. And if you realize how these things happen, because I found one person and then that person referred someone to me. So, but she had built a relationship. It's like, hey, I can do this. Can you hire me? And I'll tell you, I have like 40,000 followers on LinkedIn and I'm approaching 10K on Twitter. I get so many messages. And I sometimes I'll say, yes, I don't want to go into detail. Tell some people, I'll be, I just say, hey, I'll be honest, I'm not physically going to remember you. It's just not possible. I get like, you know, maybe 10 to 20 messages. I get like 50 plus messages a day, but maybe 10 to 20 from like new people daily. Now it's like I have multiple people asking me, unless you have something that I need and right now, I'm not going to remember you. And the fact is, I'm going to go to my network and ask someone like, do you know someone who does X, Y, Z? I'm going to go to my referrals just because it's like, that's who I'm going to go to, right? I trust them as opposed to someone random. So focus on building those relationships, attending, because yes, I have 40,000 followers, but the people who repeatedly support me are not 40,000. It's a handful of people. So when they ask, I'm more than happy to do them. Wow, I love it. It's like you have a network of people um, and it's beautiful because you know all of all of these people who do different things. And, you know, I see it, for example, with me in, uh, as a freelance copywriter. Sometimes I will write copy for a client and they will need a, you know, a, a designer. I'm not a designer. So of course I have a list of friends or people who follow me that I know that they do amazing work and I can refer them. So it's kind of like the same thing. And I love it because you have like your own platform to do it. 
uh, in my case, it's like more, it's, it's all over the place. It's the ADHD. <laughs> yeah. but I want to know for the people listening who don't know, uh, what is nodegree.com? Can you yeah. explain so it? Nodegree.com is a career resource for people without college degrees. So those other places where you can upskill yourself. So I'll link to all courses. I have articles on career things. And then the No Degree podcast is where I interview people without college degrees and stories so other people can follow in their path because through a person's story you learn about all you get the full picture of like oh this is the mistakes that they made here's what they did right here's what they would have done differently here's what they so that's where no degree is where i want to give away as much information for free i do have this and i charge for my services but i also want to be able to help those who aren't in financial positions to do so, so that they could get as much free info as possible. Wow, I love it. So for everyone listening, if you guys want to check it out, I'm going to leave it in the comments. And if you want to have a one-on-one, do you have, do you offer like one-on-one consultations with people or how does that work? I usually tell people to listen to the podcast. Um, usually right now, because my time is like limited, like even today, it's like a Sunday. I was working like, have like another, no, three hours with the another two hours with another client and I got to shoot videos and stuff. So I usually focus on US. Just encourage people, check out the podcast, check out those things um, just because, and here's the, the currency difference. That's why I usually only do business with US and Canada because the fact is as much as I'd like to, the currency difference doesn't work out. So I always tell people, find someone local in your country who knows the system. And it just makes sense because I, if, wanted to charge something, even if I charge the lowest, it's still going to be too expensive just due to the economics. So that's yeah. why I wanted to, that's why I created these free resources so that can work. But I mean, if people really wanted to, they could, but I have a that also has a lot. Yeah, that's true. And that for the people listening to, I mean, just not to discourage them too. I mean, I come from Latin America. I, I thought here it's crazy. You know, the salaries here are like $400. Sometimes yeah. if they're lucky, we're talking $600. That's very, very low. But that doesn't mean we cannot make it. Because if you build these relationships, like you say, and if you work hard enough, and if you learn for yourself, you can make it happen, even if you don't have a degree. And this is why I want to have you on, because I get so many people asking me, but I don't have a degree. How am I going to do it? I mean, I'm, I'm here living in Argentina, and I didn't study anything. First of all, it's never too late. And second, the whole reason I brought you in is just because I want you to explain them and to let them know that, yeah, they can make it without a degree. So, yeah. but I know that you, I've been looking at your podcast and from all of, I think you've, um, you've interviewed like 48 people. Is that correct? Or did you interview more? Wait, say it again. Sorry, you broke up. Oh, how many people in total? Because I think you've uh, interviewed like 48 people in total. Uh, I'll tell you, I'm going to open up my podcast app right now. I'm, I just released episode 148. Wow. Yeah. And from so, all the people you've interviewed, the question I want to ask. Oh, sorry. I think we're breaking up. I'm, I'm going to like cut yeah. this. I think we're breaking up. Uh, let me see if I can. Uh, it's probably me. Latin America. This is the bad thing about the, the country. No matter how many megas you have, sometimes yeah. you break up and it's just terrible. Let me see if by closing a few things, it works better. Okay, I think we're, I think it's better now. Yeah, it's better now. I don't break. 
Great. Uh, I'm going to ask the question again because I completely broke yeah. up. <laughs> so from all the people that you've interviewed in, in your podcast, and I know that you've heard so many different stories, what are the biggest wins that you've heard that you would like to share with the audience? Well, I've interviewed close to and I do it once a week. Now, there are so many different stories that they each are good in their in different ways that they resonate with different types of people. It is, I'm a big, so I like watching like the UFC and MMA fights. My idols, uh, Demetrius John, the best fighters of all time. So it was interesting because 10 years ago, I would watch him work, you know, and all that. And I see him. Uh, someone else I interviewed was JT McCorkle. Uh, he, uh, he has a very interesting story. His mom was white. His dad was black. His dad was a pimp and like has a crazy, lots of siblings. I forgot. And he very, you know, so those really resonate, but I have so many who have all, and they are, they're each special in their own different way. Wow. It's crazy. Um, and, and now something that I want to ask you is, um, you mentioned I, many people listening to this podcast have ADHD and something we have in common people with ADHD is we never finish <laughs> we start but unless we're like passionate about it because I too don't have a degree and I made it and it's it's beautiful to be talking with you about this because for everyone listening and it doesn't matter where they're from if they have ADHD I know it's going to be super hard for them to actually finish especially a degree. So yeah. I imagine that you, from the people that you talk to, there there might be a few ADHD or people amount. who follow you. Apart from Lobo, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, a lot ADHD. And you know, it's funny, some of them, when I'm interviewed, yeah, I think I have ADHD, the ICNU framework, which stands for interesting, challenging, novel, and urgent. And they're like, I think I may have ADHD. So the thing is, people with ADHD, it's not a lack of focus. ADHD Executive deficit. Exactly. Focus if they're interested in things. It's just their brain just does not function the same way when they're not interested or something's not urgent. And you know, sometimes people say, Oh, you know, you gotta do everything like your life depended on it. And that's not a, a great way to live. It's it's not a great way to do that. And there's so many other factors. What I always tell people is, you know, a lot of people without degrees, they have, you know, some other issues, some learning things like dyslexia and all that. But the fact is, they're very good at focusing on what they what they want to focus on. So a lot of people with ADHD, they do well in college if they didn't have to take those English classes and art classes, whatever classes they do not like, focus on all that. Now, one thing to know is, especially if you're outside the U.S., if you want to get clients internationally, I don't care about degrees. Like when I hired, I didn't ask him, oh, does he have a degree in podcast editing? I said, hey, can he edit a podcast? My workers, a lot of the international workers do not have college degrees. And the thing is, I'm a university. Like, how am I supposed to know which university in Venezuela that you went to? Like, it doesn't matter. The fact is, can you communicate? Can you solve the problem I have now? So sometimes within your own country, you may not get opportunity because they require the degree. But the thing is, sometimes the opportunities that pay more that are abroad, that are remote, don't care because they don't even know about your universities, what they care about, the relationship, and can you network? And networking is the factor that will set you apart. I love it. And, and as a, someone with ADHD, something I want to say is, uh, I don't know if it's just me, and I want to hear your thoughts on this, but uh, I think that the education system, and not just in Argentina, I think it, it happens in the US too, it's failing. Because I mean, yeah, of yeah. course you need a degree if you want to be a doctor. Like, of course we get that. 
That's yeah. for sure. But there are so many things we can do. And and I think that, that the education system, it's it's not geared towards people who maybe have a passion or are very good at something, but they're not good at other things, like you were saying. Yeah. And it's just a requirement. Let's say, I don't know, for example, if you want to study translation in Argentina, you have to study English history like i understand i mean it has to do with um general culture right but what if you're not good at remembering those things and it has nothing to do with your ability to to be a translator right so what i guess what i'm trying to say is that it is important too to understand that sometimes the education system makes you lose time i mean it makes you waste some of the time because maybe that that could be time better spent in reading something else that is more connected to to what you do. Yeah. So here's the thing. Education can come in many different forms. A lot of people and schools have marketed that the only way to get an education is through school. You can get an education through reading books, through listening to podcasts, to taking online courses by getting experience. These are all valid ways to educate yourself. Some people, school works for them. Good for them. They may it may not work for them or they may not be in a position to go to school because maybe they have to get a job right their family. So many life kids, you have to figure out how you learn, how what works for you based on your lifestyle and financial things and all these other factors, and then go down that route. And learning is a lifelong thing. Like think about it. You get a degree. Let's say you get a degree. Do you stop learning? No. No. So the fact is. And the most important lessons that you'll learn in life will be outside the classroom. The most important like intelligence, how you communicate, how you interact with others. So if you don't get a degree, those are areas where you can compete with people who have the degree. And more and more countries are focusing on skills. And the thing is, the newest areas, like now they have like chat GPT and all that stuff that you don't need a degree. Just go around, play with it. And then you learn the ins and outs. School is going to be way too slow when it comes to fast moving industries. And then there's so many other things like you video editing. My podcast editor, I told him, I was like, hey, I want to give you more hours. Can you learn video editing? And he learned it. And now he does amazing video edits for me. So video editing, audio editing, customer service, all these other things that if you learn specific things that people need, you can start charging for it and build those relationships. And you'd be surprised at what people are looking to hire. And then I think going forward, I do have to hire some international people. Um, for some roles. So it's like, again, I'm going to go to my network. And again, I'm not going to care about the degree. I'm going to care about, hey, what can you do for me? Here are the problems that I have. Can you solve them? Yeah. And also something that people, I think people overlooked is very much the soft skills. They're so important. And that's why it's, I think it's important for people to know what their soft skills are, what their strengths are as well. Because that's not something they teach you at school. That's not something they teach you at uni. And that is something that is very important in the workplace. Can, can you listen? Hold up. I can't hear you. Am I break? Oh, my God. I'm, don't tell is me I'm breaking again. Hold up. Oh, no. This is my fault. I can hear you. Oh, now. don't worry. <laughs> I'm going I'm to start it again. Up. No worries. I, I will edit Sorry. it. Don't worry. Oh, I just hate the fact that it's breaking up so much. I don't know if it's the... I have like... No, this was my fault. This was my fault. Don't worry. I no, no, no. It's my, no, but it's also my internet. It's failing for some reason. I don't know why. It was working perfect. Yeah. A few a few hours yeah, before. Yeah. It's... Oh, God. Um, but thing. yeah, so what I was saying is um, something that is very important that I, they don't teach you at school. And I think that it's 
it's crucial when it comes to looking for a job or trying to find a client is your soft skills. And that's yeah. something people often overlook. And that is something you don't learn at school. That is something that is very, you know, deep within you. And that's what makes you maybe stand out uh, from other people who are maybe going for the same job or looking for, I don't know, going after the same client. So do you, what do you have to say about soft skills? Because that's, of course, that is something you don't need a degree for, but what do yeah. you think about them and how they can help you position yourself? Yeah. Especially if you want to get remote jobs and you want to get international jobs, you want to build a network, your soft skills is what's going to set you apart, that your ability to communicate. I get so many people sending me a message like, hey, here's my thing. Please use me. And it's like, what? I You have to put yourself in my shoes, read my profile, look at this, know how to communicate. So you have to do those things to set yourself apart. Even when you have conversation, I, I hop on a lot of networking calls. I can't keep up with everybody. It's the people who know how to hold a conversation who are actually interested in me. They're the ones I'm going to think of. Exactly. It is important to be a good listener too. And just instead of just, I, I get that too. People who are like, yeah, please hire me. But what do you do? Yeah. I, and it's n nothing to do with the degree. I don't care either if you have a degree. It's what do you do? Do you have a portfolio? You know, did you work for uh to, to get something and and something that many people ask me especially people who are i don't know uh developers that they learned on their own or copywriters or um designers and they don't have a portfolio and they're like yeah but how am i going to get a client if i don't have a portfolio you can make up your own portfolio come up with the you know dream client that you want to have right and 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 make them or, or offer your your services for free And yeah. then use that or have a testimonial, get a testimonial out of it. But people need to find those resources and, and, and be a little bit more creative and trust in the process a little more. Because maybe they think in their heads like, now, why will I do this? It's not, I'm not going to get the job anyway. So what are yeah. like your tips for people who don't believe in themselves? Because that happens a lot. Yeah. So here's the thing. If you don't believe in yourself, who will? And the other thing is to uplift my workers and all that. But I purpose for someone new. If someone says, hey, I don't have skills, it's like it's going to take a lot of time and energy for me to do it. And I don't have that time at this stage. I will take that time for my current workers and all that. So what I would say, you mentioned the thing about free work. Free work is something a lot of people say don't do it. But the thing is, if you don't have any work and you don't have any clients and you have time, Do a couple. I have done over a hundred resumes for free. They got me referrals. They got me more. Now, would I have done as much? Probably not. And I did it throughout. But do some free work and then get them to write a testimonial for you on your LinkedIn profile. Then ask them, hey, do you mind recording a video of how, what I can you share this? Can you give me two referrals, two introductions? Can I put you on my website? Now you have that. So it's something that. It, a lot of people are not willing to do. And then the thing is, people ask me a lot of times, like, and they're like, I get some free percent. And I had someone originally, someone from the Philippines who asked, hey, I'm trying to break into podcasting. Can I do some free work for you for like a you know month or two? And she did it a few hours a week. And then she got a client after that. And she got the client because they said, hey, I, I helped this podcast with XYZ. And you learn a lot of processes. Now, don't do too much free work. Make sure it's, 
not holding you back, but getting clients, no, build something, you're missing something. And why not gain actual experience time you pinch? Hey, I work for a job company and help them with their LinkedIn post and I help them get on a learn. And can I, can we have a discussion on if I can do that for you? Something like that. Yeah, that is true. And for the people listening, guys, don't be scared to reach out to the people. And this is again, what he was saying, reach out to people, make your own network. If I know at first it's hard because like, you know, what do I say? How do I say it? How do I introduce myself? But once you start doing it, you meet amazing people and you you end up having your own network of people. You end up referring each other and amazing opportunities can open up if you just try. It's just trying, you know, it's it's not, I mean, it, it, I know it's hard at, at first, but it's yeah. not impossible. Look, it's hard, but it's a lot harder just staying it's a lot harder not yes. having clients. It's a lot harder doing all those things. So you got to put yourself out there. There's just no way around it. Yeah, exactly. And now uh, for the people listening, um, something that that I would like to ask you is, what do you think are the biggest challenges or roadblocks people with no degrees searching for, let's say, higher paying um, jobs face? Because Let's say for a developer, which is a high-paying job, but it's someone without a degree can also get paid really, really well in that industry. What would be your top tips for those people? Wait, can you say? Sorry, you broke up. Oh my god, did I broke up again? Yeah, uh, is it going? Is up, it now? Just ask again. Wow, you are breaking up now. Oh my god, yeah, 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 I yeah. hate this internet. Yeah, don't worry. It is it's terrible. It's just, I don't know. Yeah. It's 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 something crazy that happens here. I paid like a lot of money to get like the best internet, but it's like you have the, the I mean, data, video. but they don't come. It's it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, ask it again. Okay. So what would be your top tips for people who have no degree but are after a high paying job? Especially okay. we we can see this maybe in software development. What do you think of the biggest roadblocks they have and how they can overcome it? Okay. So first is a lack of awareness of jobs. Most people think, oh, the only way I can make lots of money. And it's like, no, you can do a lot of things. So first you have to figure out what do I want to do? What do I like doing? And what do I need to do to get there? Just realize that there are many careers. The you choose, you have to stick to. It's not going to be just, oh, one month, I'm going to be the world's best copywriter. Whether you're going to video edit, you're going to audio edit, you want to work on sales, you want to work on operations, you have to figure out a lane, slowly get experience or take online courses or do projects. That's how you do it. So you want, let me give an example, video editing, right? Go approach a business, say, hey, I'll create a video for you for free on your products. Can you tell me what you want to do? Can you send me some footage? Make an edit, boom, now you have a portfolio. Now you want to go on YouTube, learn the different video edits. Now you want to play around things, do all that. We upgrade, upgrade over time. Same thing, you're a developer, work on a little project, start getting active on Twitter, these other communities, start having conversations, start listening to podcasts, go deeper, take courses, stick to it. Just realize that it takes time, but you have to spend time learning. And that's why my podcast, I have all different types of guests and I tell people, listen to it. Like 10, 20 episodes, you know, like when I wanted to learn something, I'll listen to a hundred plus podcasts on that topic, right? Yeah. Because I want to go deep, right? I wanted to learn how to become a paid public speaker. I listened to 180 episodes of a podcast. And then I also bought it's like so many little intricacies. 
that go into it, but you have to stick to it. It's not a three-month journey. Three-month journey, six-month journey, that's just to break in. Now you have the journey of up improving yourself, upskilling. So stick to it. Tell people, what do you like doing? Don't just choose software engineer because that's what you like doing. Uh, that no one told you to do. Don't just choose all oh, video editing. Do you, you do it? Do you like the lifestyle? Talk to a video editor. Talk to a copywriter. What is their lifestyle? What are they doing? Skills, right? For example, you have ADHD, hate being on the uh, video editing. Don't do video editing. Like, don't do it just because your friend makes lots of money. That's not for you. Maybe you like talking to people. Maybe you like sales. Maybe you like, so there are many other things that you could do. You have to, it's a journey of figuring out what's right for you. Yeah. And the cool thing is now it doesn't matter where you're from, where you're listening from. With today, with internet today, you can find anything anywhere and you could pursue your passion if you want to. So yeah. um one thing I I I wanna ask you is you've been mentioning Twitter a lot. Is there yeah. a big opportunity in networking in Twitter? Because I'm I'm not very active in Twitter. I'm mostly active on TikTok and Instagram, but can you tell me why do you mention it so much? I'm just so curious yeah. about it. Well, I think you probably found me on Twitter. Uh, yeah, I did. I did, but I'm not there so, very, very much though. But I want to ask you because so the aspect of I'll, like networking. So here's what I'll tell you. I have found that text-based platforms are better for networking because TikTok, most people spread. Yes, you can make some friends in the comments, but it's tougher. But text, you'll have DMs and all that. TikTok is not as good for DMs, right? So Twitter and LinkedIn is better, but it doesn't matter what. You can network on Discord. You can network on Slack communities. The big thing is you have to be active. But I find that text is a lot easier to network with people because then you can message and you can follow up. But you can network on TikTok and Instagram. It's just, again, the visual-based platforms, they're not the same for it. Uh, but yeah, I use Twitter just because I started with LinkedIn. LinkedIn is phenomenal for networking, and I learned a lot. Twitter, again, very good. I say Twitter just for active when it comes to technology. There are a lot of very good tech communities. They have something called Twitter Spaces, so you can listen in on live conversations. doesn't matter what. If you're going to do a platform, um, stick to it. I would say, like, if I'm going to choose one platform for networking, choose LinkedIn, because that's where I started. That's where I got a lot of people, and you can stand um, cause pe like people use Fiverr to highlight their services, but you can bypass Fiverr by networking with people on LinkedIn. Yeah, that's true. And as someone who is on Fiverr pro, I do, I want to say something I'm trying to uh, position myself in LinkedIn. So my question would be, because now that you mention it, and I think that it's something really important because I always tell people too, like, don't forget about your LinkedIn or if you can have your own website too, because you know you don't own the platforms. The platforms might leave tomorrow, or something might happen, yeah. and then you lose. You could get banned. You know, you, know, you could get exactly. banned. All these things. Yeah. So, what will be your top tips for networking in LinkedIn or in Twitter? Okay. One thing that you should do: you need to support others. Most people are like, hey, I want to pick your brain. Can we hop on a call? And it's like, hey, you know, I have over a hundred podcast episodes that has your answer. You know that I have created resources that has the answer to your question. So, and I'm like really busy. So it's like, ask me for things and the answer's there. Now if someone comes to me, hey, I listened to your podcast episode. I love it. Do you have podcast episodes that talk about this? Who am I going to help? Because one person has done some research, one person has not. Someone who's always commenting on my post and sharing, like some someone always supporting my post and commenting, 
she asked, he's like, hey, I think I can help you with virtual assistant. And I'm like, you know what? I'll hop on the call with you. Versus someone else is like, hey, I offer these services. It's not even a, it's who am I going to focus on? Who's actually invested in me? I want to, I want to invest my time back. Yeah. And the same happens with anyone else, even if the, even if they're not a content creator like you, maybe they want to ask you something, but what if it's a, I don't know, let's say someone who wants to network with a company that they love, of course, not a big company, because that will be delusional. But yeah. in, in that case, I mean, they, they have to offer value. And this is exactly what you were saying. Try to offer some value because people, uh, they're not going to give you just, you know, uh, all of the tips or give you the job if you're just like, yeah, hey, I want a job or hey, I want to pick your brain. It doesn't work like that. Relationships don't work like that. So it's basically understanding yeah. human relationships and trying to, to, to do that, of course, on, you know, on the web, which is kind of like the same thing. It's just written down, basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's one of the, it's like, you want to like conversations. You don't have to be a content creator, but comments go a long way when it comes to networking. Yeah, it is true. Now, uh, I don't want to take much of your time because I know you're super busy and I just, I want to ask you questions that really help the audience find that job, even if they don't have that, they really, they need that they think they need it. So yeah. um, just to, I, I think that one of the biggest reasons people don't jump in and just try is because they, they're either not motivated enough or they don't believe in themselves. So yeah. this is not going to be a, you know, a very niche tip, but what would you tell them when they don't believe in themselves or they don't, they don't have the motivation? Where can they go and find it other, other than podcasts? Because okay. I know so, it can be hard. Yeah. So look, here's the thing. There's someone dumber than you with less skills than you who's making more money than you because they see opportunity. It's just reality. So, and again, I'm not saying you have to be the world's best expert. The goal is you don't have to be the best at what you do. Like my podcast editor, I mean, he's really good, but is the world's best podcast editor of all time? No, but I don't need him to be, right? No, exactly. Same thing. I don't need best in the world. I need him to, to be good enough. So just realize you don't have to be the best in the world. Now, motivation, I'll be honest, you can't rely on motivation because you just won't have it all the time. Like when a client, like it's a bad day and you have a client request, are you going to be like, hey, client, I'm not motivated. I'll do this tomorrow. No, what you need is discipline. You need to set up a good environment where you can, so you can keep succeeding. And you need to, if you're not motivated, can you do for it? Obviously, you're going to have days that you're motivated, that you can do a lot more, but you still need to be able to move forward, right? Same thing. These journeys are not like, hey, one week, you're a content creator. I'm four plus years in content creation. There are days I don't want to create or, you know, and I figure out a system that works for me. You got to keep it going. You got to discipline to continue doing things. And it just gets easier over time and find out what works for you. Self-awareness is very important, but take it one day at a time. Just a little improvement every day goes a long way. Yeah. And that's uh, something that you said made me think because uh, I know someone who right now he's looking for a job and he's super, super, uh, he's amazing at what he does and but he doesn't believe in himself. And I'm like, just jumping with two calls. I mean, the more you do it, yeah. because at first for some people, it's hard. I know not, not everyone finds it easy to talk to a stranger uh, especially yeah. on camera. I know it, it can be overwhelming for some people, but the more you do it, and it, it comes to other things too. I mean, sending out 
your CV or pitching a client or networking. The more you do it, I mean, the first time is going to be super hard. I'm not going to lie to you. The second time might be a little easier, but the more you do it, the easier it gets, the bigger your network becomes and the better you communicate because you learn from the past experience. So for the people listening to this, I mean, guys, both John Aid and I, we did it. It's possible. Just go out and do it and believe in yourself. I mean, anyone can do well, it. Well, here's one thing. I'm going to believe in yourself to do well. There are a lot of people who don't believe in themselves and they still do well. It does help and it makes things easier, but it's okay yourself, but take action and you're going to see that belief action. Go make, and then you see, oh, I got a client. You know, like when I raise my prices, I was like, okay, I did believe in myself, but I tell people, raise your prices, see what happens. Like, oh, wow, I said yes. Now they start to believe. Now you can do it again. So just, it, you'll be happy you did it. Yeah, it's true. People are very scared of raising their prices, especially if they come from Latin America, because they're like, no, but, you know, we're cheap. And But, I mean, you're charging already too cheap. And yeah. if, if your client can't afford it, they will be happy that, that you are raising your prices. You know, the other day, this is so interesting that you mentioned this. I was um, I was interviewing a girl uh, who came, it's the typical rags to riches story. She has an amazing yeah. story as a copywriter and she comes from a very poor family. She used to live in the ex-USSR. Uh, I think it was uh, in Moldova uh, that she, she was from. And she... She just took a few uh, copywriting courses. She spent all her money in one of a, I don't know if you know Alex Catoni, but she's like very known in the space. She took yeah, her oh, course. Yeah, the copywriting, the copywriting yeah. role, right? Yeah, I yeah, bought yeah. that course. I never finished really? it. Really? I, I uh... have the course. <laughs> um, and so, and, and she went ahead and tried it and she stopped, she landed a client that paid her like 7000 70,000 or something like that, which is crazy if you think about someone coming from. I mean, she, she was telling me, I'm the only person in my family who flopped for the first time. I, I mean, I was on a plane, me, yeah. the, the only person in the entire family, and, and landing those clients. And it's just, it's crazy because at first she didn't believe in herself, and the, but then she went ahead and did it. And she was like, I'm not, I'm not even a native English speaker and I'm making this much money. And, and for everyone listening, especially if they're from Latin America, guys, if you don't speak English, but you understand everything we're saying right now, that means you can go and you can find the client too. Yeah, definitely can. Okay. And before we go, I just want to ask you two more questions and I'm going to leave you. Um, so you as being someone who um, hires people from Latin America, uh, and this is a question that I want to ask for specifically for the people in Latin America listening to this. What are your top tips for them when trying to land a client in the U.S. or outside of Latin America? So trying to lab, land a job in the U.S.? Yeah, or outside or, of the U.S., outside of Latin America, because they doubt their, okay. themselves because they are not may, maybe super fluent when they speak, but probably they understand very well and they can write very well. Okay, so one thing is, it's like you have to be able to communicate with the people because the thing is, if someone's, I'm going to mess with them, I'm going to need to, you don't have to have the best English, but you have to have enough, right? Maybe get good at Google Translate because the thing is, it's like, I can't expect to get a job in Latin America and not know Spanish. Yeah. Like I got to be, so if you want to get a job, English is definitely the land 
because it's more universal than other languages, but you have to no. And then look, the beauty is you can, if you learn Chinese, now you can do business with people in China. They'll be like, oh my God, this like be creative, right? Put yourself out there. And then look, there are other Spanish countries that you can do work with, or maybe you could focus on Spanish clients in the US, yeah. right? You got to be creative in that. Yeah, that's true. You have to know all the, also, you have to know all the intricate. You have to, if you want to get work for me, you need to figure out how can I pay you? What are the systems you have to know? Because I don't want to have to hire you. And then I have to know how to pay you and do all these things versus someone comes to me like my worker. She figured out how to get paid through Payoneer. So you have to go figure out these logistics and these systems because payment can sometimes be an issue depending on your country. Like, are you going to get paid via PayPal? Are you going to get paid by Zelle? You have to have this info because you have to make it easy to hire you. So you got to know the language. You got to know the payment infrastructure things. You have to know, do you help podcasters? Do you have small business owners? Do you help restaurants? Be a little specific. The other thing that I'll tell a lot of people is, do you have family in the U.S. or these other countries, they can offer because now they can be your thing. I know people in Bangladesh. I saw I will get jobs for them because I know people over here. Hey, I know someone in Bangladesh. I know someone in India who can do X, Y, Z. So you need to network with a connector or a family member in the other place. Be like, hey, I'll give you a split. Like I do websites. If you, I, I this is my charge, you will get 10%. You'll get 20%. Now you have someone on the ground who can give you the intro and it'll be a lot easier to close deals. Wow, I love that. And what you said about payments, that is so true. I mean, here in Argentina, it's so hard to get the payments. And sometimes yes. I get people like, I want to write for you. And like, okay, I do need help. But yeah. you need to figure that out. Because of course, uh, being in Argentina, you get the money in, in USD dollars too. Yeah, It's super hard to make the conversion and all of that. And then they come to you and they're like, yeah, well, just put it in my bank account. It's like, no, that means more work for me. I mean, the entire idea to hire someone else is to do less work. Yeah. So that, that what you mentioned is completely, completely true. Guys, listen to what he's saying. It is exactly like that. And and this is something that happens across all Latin America, not all countries, but it's very common and it's something that you have to figure out. But before we leave, I always ask one question and I want to ask you too. Is there any question I didn't ask you that I should have or anything you want to close with? Oh, you know, it's funny. I asked this question to my podcast, the question. It's my favorite what, question. <laughs> no, I love it. So what I'll say is focus on the long term. Like my journey right now is year eight since I found my company, four years since I quit my job. I got a job to continue my company without getting funding because it just made sense. So you have to put sacrifices. You have to do all that. The journey will not be short. The bigger the journey is, it's easier than ever. These things, things are more and you can do so well. And then the other thing is you don't have to do it alone. Maybe you have some friends that are also in the same journey. Do that. Join them. Join a community. Find some people to do it with. Because the people on my LinkedIn, I see them. I want them to succeed, you know, just like they want me to succeed. Do it that way. Join, take your time. Go forward. Build these long, long, think about it. I get pitched for podcast things all the time. Some of them are a lot than my podcast editor, but he's been with me in my business. He's seen it grow. I know he looks out for me. I'm not leaving him. I just tell people, look, you could be, even if you're better, I'm not leaving him, you know, because he has that. And I, I just realized that those long-term relationships, that's what's going to get you thing. Not just someone you meet one day, someone yeah. you've actually interacted with. Exactly. Because that it's, 
it's all about reliability and putting in the work. And and yeah, when you say focus in the long term, it is better to have a handful of clients that will, you know, have your back and you'll have theirs instead of going and pitching client after client after client and reaching out to new people. Like, yeah, of course, if you want to expand your business, that is okay. But having a handful of clients, it's easier and it's it's easier also to grow as well too in that sense because you yeah. help them grow and when with them you grow too so yeah it is it's a, a win double win. win yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> so well basically that was that was really amazing thank you thank you so much for coming i'm gonna leave all your links below for every, everyone who wants to go and find those resources guys go those resources are for free he his podcast is full of tips if you want to grow your own career with nosy where you can go there you can reach out to him uh on twitter and join these communities on linkedin too and see what happens just go and try it and Again, thank you for coming and thank you for listening for everyone who's out there. Yeah, I appreciate you and I appreciate this episode. I hope it was a value to your listeners. And if it was, send me a message. Just say, hey, I listened to you on this podcast. I answered those messages. Yeah, he does. <laughs> thank you so much, Johnny. Uh, this, this was amazing. If you liked this episode, please don't forget to leave us a like, subscribe and leave us a review. It helps more than you think to bring you more amazing content like this one. Thank you. See you next time.